1: First in pod, thanks for being with us after Bills and Packers and an interesting kind of uh, Sunday in the NFL. Danny Parkins, Andrew Filippone, check him out in Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm in Chicago. We'll go through the afternoon show there. Subscribe, rate, review every team, every week, every game. The Bills kept the Packers at arm's length and beyond uh, tonight, Pony, scoring at one point on five straight possession still pretty clearly the class of the nfl yes yeah what's
0: uh aaron Rodgers' next leadership tactic we have not heard his post-game press conference but the blame everybody but myself thing uh clearly didn't work danny does stephanie like reality tv is she somebody that gets into like love is blind and shows like that
1: yeah she's really into like the selling sunset type stuff now okay i don't know what that is is that a netflix thing Yeah, it's like real estate agents that sell $10 million-plus properties but also have drama within the agency. Do you watch with her or do you let her do that on her own? I watch as little
0: as possible. Okay, because I think if you look at it, even next Sunday again, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, the networks in the NFL, put them in all these primetime windows, 425 Eastern's, prime time. We've got Rams and Bucks. Everybody in America is going to get it next week. Both these teams are bad. Both these quarterbacks are bad. So I'm bringing up the reality TV thing because the question for me is like, does the American football fan have an appetite to watch these great players suffer? Like the yes. drama of like a reality TV where it's like, I'll watch this because I, I like watching these guys lose.
1: Yeah, we, like, we like characters we like people that we know that's been proven time and again like the 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 ratings are driven to the casual viewer uh bucks Ravens did a huge number uh Amazon was bragging about that game in in a press release yeah man these are these are celebrities like the people that you know people like my dad the casual sports fan will tune in and they know it's why they hire Cowboys quarterbacks right but they didn't put these teams in
0: those spots thinking that this would happen they did it because they thought they would get back to the NFC championship game this
1: year. Well, no, I, well, and, but, but my point is is that their box office, what, whatever their storyline is, win, lose, or draw, they, they, they are box office. Green Bay just, I mean, Collinsworth said it once or twice over the course of the broadcast, and I agree with them. And we've obviously talked about it. It's not like the most original thing in the thought in the world, but how are you not, if you're a Packers fan, just agonizing over Devontae Adams? They ran the ball fine tonight. Like, sure, you're going to lose to Buffalo. Buffalo's better than everybody. But, like, if – and Dobbs had the great touchdown catch, but, like, if Rodgers had a top-five receiver, my guess is this team is right there barreling towards 11, 12, 13 wins in the NFC again. But it's just so clearly what they don't have, and they had it, and now they don't. I I think people would have professional empathy for Rodgers if he conducted
0: himself differently. I think that the way that he has come across over the last year,
1: he's polarized so many people that they don't feel sorry for him. Oh, I'm not even talking about feeling sorry for him. I'm not even talking about it from the soap opera standpoint. I'm just talking about it from like the NFC being bad and they've won 13 games and been in the NFC title game consecutively. Like they would be right there if they had Devontae Adams.
0: No doubt. But I think there's a hubris on their part that when they lost him, they didn't really seem all that concerned about replacing him. Sammy Watkins, uh, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, Lazard, Cobb. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they – yeah, it sucked. He didn't want to take your best offer. He wanted to go play with Derek Carr. Now, you didn't have to trade him.
1: You know, you didn't no, have it, to do it that. No, they didn't. I mean, it's just, it's just, it just is – it's a weird thing because I don't think that Rogers. Like Brady has all of this other stuff going on. Like I still think that Rodgers has really good football left in him, but you—it's a—it's like you bring the guy back on the deal and then you don't allow him to do it. It's—it's just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a tough watch from a football standpoint. It's awesome to root against him. It's very—I mean, man, Bears fans have been dealing with Packers fans as their neighbors and in their houses and north of the border. We've had first-ballot Hall of Fame quarterback play for. 30 consecutive years. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's it's kind of nice. Yeah. It's kind of nice to watch this around here, but it still is just crazy to think about that they 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 chose to do this uh on some level and here they are and Buffalo is just amazing. So, let's let's go to the games from from the rest of the day. I I struggled at like the order to put these in up top, but as I continue to search for who's good other than Philly in the NFC and as someone who holds a Niners Super Bowl ticket, maybe I'm biased here. But that Christian McCaffrey performance today, man, felt like it should justify to the skeptics why they traded what they did for him. He had a passing touchdown today. He had 18 carries, 94 yards, and a touchdown running. And he had eight catches for 55 yards on nine targets uh, in, in the passing game. He just he makes their offense so different. I thought he was exactly what they bought today. Well, that was just a giant fu to McVeigh and the Rams. Like,
0: oh, not only did you guys not get him, yes, but we're also just going to have him throw a tutter on you guys to add insult to injury. Yeah, Debo Samuel didn't play either. So the fact that they were able to do that, you know, they continued their mastery over the Rams outside of the NFC Championship game. Yeah, they're a 4-4 team, but they don't feel like it. They feel like they're much, much, much better than that, even with Garoppolo's obvious limitations. And for the Rams, less need. Now you're on the clock again, dude. Like, you won a Super Bowl last year because you made three trades, Matt Stafford in the offseason, and then Von Miller and Odell Beckham Jr. What do you do now? You haven't been able to dump Cam Akers on anybody. You better hope Cooper Cupps. Who came up lame is fine. That was a scary situation. Uh, Stafford doesn't look like the same guy. The Allen Robinson free agent signing has been a disaster. He's done nothing. Your plug and play running back model isn't working. Henderson did zero in this game. Like Leonard Floyd has been invisible defensively. They got Danny, they need a trade almost to like jolt them back to reality, in my opinion. They look like a team that won last year and is just kind of going through the motions.
1: I, right I, I agree. I mean, we talked about it last week, trading for an offensive lineman. That's not normally the type of thing that jolts a team. and It's, not, it's also just not something. Type, it's not the type of player that you get. It just, But also, like, is this team worth investing in? They don't have a choice. They're so pot committed to win now, I
0: don't think they can afford to punt on a year.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, punt on a year. Like, We'll see. I I don't know how many more big moves are even coming. At, at this deadline, I, I, they're not going to be sellers unless uh, he doesn't operate that way. But I don't know how much, how compelled he's going to be to be a buyer either What one year after the Super Bowl. But I agree. They could finish in last place. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, same theme. I'm not sure it's the second biggest story of the day. But in the quest to find other good teams in the NFC, mm-hmm. I wanted to put Cowboys Bears up here. They hung 49 on the Bears, who are not a good defense, but they hung 49 on the Bears without Zeke. Did that Cowboys offense show you enough today to consider them scary and an actual Super Bowl-level contender?
0: No, not when you word it that way. And what is Jerry Jones, if I were Dak, in Dak Prescott's camp, I know I'm – You know, he gave me over a hundred million dollars. I'm set financially for life. But why does Jerry Jones treat Zeke Elliott like he's untouchable? But when I was out, he said the best thing that can happen is a quarterback controversy. Like there's a legitimate controversy at running back, and Jones after the game said, We'll go as far as Zeke takes us. That is a ridiculous double standard, Danny. When Pollard did what we talked about on Thursday. This is his one. This was his one chance, and he frigging aced it. He got an A plus 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 today. It, he, but he still didn't get
1: over fourteen carries, which is insane because yeah, he
0: was averaging like nine yards <laughs> a clip today. He was, it was to.
1: fourteen for one thirty one with three touchdowns. Yeah. But no, it'll be mean, clearly more explosive uh, than Zeke. I just thought it was funny that it happened to fall on the number, and Tony Pollard still never has more well, than 14 carries we, in a game in his career.
0: We talked about this with Seattle. I thought it was a blessing in disguise when Rashad Penny got injured because I thought Walker would be better. And he's not just better, he's way better. He makes them a totally different team. Yeah. and And I, and I think Cowboys fans – I think they're I think Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones are doing a disservice to the team if they don't flip.
1: I I agree, the there. but also like Jerry's words on Cooper Rush meant exactly nothing and I told you they were sponsored by Johnny Walker Blue. Mm-hmm. Like he's a guy who's arguably the most powerful person in the NFL, who's an owner, a general manager, gives a press conference after every game and calls into a radio show every week and I still am not entirely sure that his words publicly mean anything. So, do you think they'll do it then after the bye? I think I think it's going to be more of a timeshare. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I don't. You think Power's going to go back to just being like an every three possessions guy? Yeah, we'll see.
0: Because there's been evidence, not this amount of
1: evidence, but there's been evidence before to do it, and he still hasn't. So, say so one quick thing on the Bears, man. And I'm obviously going to be spending 20 hours this week talking about it. The country's not going to acknowledge it because they got blown out and the numbers aren't great, but. There's no concern now in my mind of Ryan Poles moving on from Justin Fields this off season to like get his guy. He is showing enough flashes with absolutely nothing around him. Yeah. Throwing a ball that's perfect on a deep ball to Velas Jones, dropping it, throwing a jump ball in the end zone. Perfect pass. Uh, Equanemia uh, St. Brown dropping it like Montgomery fumble, Montgomery fumble. I mean, boneheaded play by Fields, not to touch him down, Yeah, just, Special athlete, you know, underthrew a deep ball, didn't have what didn't wasn't perfect by any means, but 120 passer rating, efficient, getting the ball out faster. Second half against Minnesota was very good. Washington got to do what the Eagles did
0: with Hurts, got to get him a big, got to get him an AJ Brown, got to do something like that. That's yeah, gotta got do to do what they did with Tua,
1: right? Yep. Like, yes, they just yep. they, they have to find pass protecting offensive linemen and skill position, uh, pass catchers, and he needs a big body guy. He's a he's a he's a throw the ball down the field guy. He can't have Darnell Mooney be his number one target when he's five eleven and heels. Like hmm. you gotta you gotta find him a guy. But I am no longer concerned that Fields isn't going to get next year. Like I okay. think that's locked up with how he's played these last couple of weeks. Next game. So Josh McDaniels, after getting shut out against the Saints, said it was his fault and he has to take responsibility. Will those comments be enough to get this guy some heat? Because he's not catching one one hundredth of the heat that Nathaniel Hackett has caught, and they stink. And he was a high profile head coaching hire. I feel like this guy's getting a complete pass nationally.
0: Well, he was because they were, they lost to Kansas City 30 to 29. They lost the overtime game to the Cardinals. They were the team that wasn't getting. Uh, criticized for blowing games and finding ways to lose. They were getting, they were getting credit for being unlucky. And when you lose in the fashion they did today, I think it changes that a little bit, especially when you see how Adams did nothing in the game. Uh, the saints shut down Jacobs. I mean, their defense finally looked like it was sort of advertised before the season started. So he, Dude, McDaniels, it's just, it's par for the course for these Belichick disciples. They don't really That's win. what
1: I'm saying. Like, they he's not win. a likable figure. He's not a popular figure. It's an easy narrative. I understand that they hung 38 on Houston just last week, but it's Houston. He, you're so, you have a running back who's amazing, a quarterback who's paid, a receiver yeah. who's paid. Like, you have Renfro, you have, Renfro, you have Waller, like, what zero points? I actually thought the story in that game was that
0: Allen made the right decision going with Dalton because of something you've brought up on this show before. Camara. Dalton involves Camara in the passing game better than Jameis does.
1: Yeah. K- Kamara, it, it's it it's been a multi-year storyline with Camara's like when Taysom Hill was in, Camara's value went down. You know, like it is it it is just so Obvious,
0: and I and I would kidnap Mickey. Is Mickey Loomis still the GM there? Yeah. Uh, if I was Dennis Allen, I would kidnap him, or I would get him drunk. I would have him go on a two day bender because you don't. If you're Dennis Allen, you don't want him trading Alvin Kamara for picks right now. And I could see why they would be. Te- I mean, look at Mc- I mean, It's the perfect storm. McCaffrey has a huge game. Kamara has a huge game, and desperate teams are going to be like, "See, this is what we need." And it makes sense in the long term for New Orleans. But if I were a coach or player on that team, I would be like, look, our division stinks. And we still don't have Landry and Thomas healthy right now. So come on. Give us a chance. But
1: Yeah, I mean, I understand why a GM can't think like that. So if they did it and got a Kingsman... They grandson, should
0: trade him. They should absolutely trade him.
1: Yeah, and he's awesome. Yep. He never stopped being awesome other than when he was hurt. But it was, it was totally... It was totally quarterback dependent. And anybody who watched those games or gambled on his props or had him in fantasy, anybody knew that. He, he is an awesome football player when healthy.